The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hey everybody, this is Sarah. Hey, this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. And my dog Nellie barking uncontrollably. Right. You might hear a tiny, teeny little bark from mm-hmm. Megan's new little puppy, mm-hmm. Nellie. She's over, we're entertaining her and the best you can my dogs are differently abled so they're not the best babysitters well they were having a great time together and well two of them yeah nelly and otto were having a great right. time my diego is has a personality disorder disorder <laughs> where he's not socially able to play with others if you've heard yeah. us talk about our mensa um experience right he, with sarah's he needs a social experience. distancing yes. but needs... for for just social skills. right yes yeah like, there's don't none. touch me don't talk to me mm-hmm. and nelly sensed that right away she's right. very intuitive she sensed he was different yes i'm she... not gonna go near this one Which she tried a little bit she... yeah yeah but she knew she wasn't gonna get far and he just kind of walked away he was uninterested right and otto is un neutered boys are neutered or spayed which one is boys mm-hmm. i can't remember otto has his appendages still yeah so nelly is a female otto was all in all, all in he loved in. it but they had to t- we're separating now yeah we're separating nelly's a little bit still looking for otto so you might yeah. hear her barking she yeah. knows he's in a room yeah. in a special room oh right. we have my daughter now can entertainer here yeah she's home yeah all right so uh thanks for listening thank you so much so we love that we have so many listeners and if you want to follow us some more we have a facebook page we have about 2,000 followers on our Facebook page now, yeah. which is amazing. Awesome. We have a Facebook group where we just discuss the foolishness of mm-hmm. all of this stuff and that goes on and, and everything. Yeah. And yeah. Instagram, Twitter, all of that. We have a YouTube channel where you can actually watch some of these forensic files and some of the shows that we cover. So you can see the hottest glasses ever. Right. And so, you know, we're not just styles. making it. No. We're not full of shit. We're not we, making up real. these hot glasses. They are incredible. The octagon glasses are real. Right. And probably very hard to find. I think and I so. know you want yeah. them. I looked at Warby Parker. Right. They don't have week. octagon. No, nothing. Shit. No hot glasses. We are have a brand new show to cover today. So get your ID network, figure Mm -hmm. out where it is. How do you find it? How do you watch? And you probably can YouTube it as well. This show is good because I like this show. It is called Till Death Do Us Part. Mm -hmm. So it is typically husband related. Some wives go nuts and kill Mm -hmm. their husband. Very Mm -hmm. deserved in the killing. I'm quite sure. 
this show's great because it has a really good mix of some reenactments, mm-hmm. but some real pictures, real mm-hmm. photos, real crime scene photos. You're hearing from real people. You really get kind of an in-depth to the story, which is really good. And most of the acting is not horrible. No, it's really just a it's quick... Kind of a believable show reenactment that they're not really talking they're just showing how it would have looked right yeah so I like this one it really can be kind of addicting because you get really a good mix of of everything right you get this story really good love sick is the name of this episode I forgot to write what's I think it's It's season season one one, episode four okay so right away season one episode four love that's all I'm good for in this podcast you two really relevant because I don't remember that at all episode four all right I'll yeah you can do that out of the equation now um yes so the crime happened in 2014 which is not that long ago, but it's forever ago. So, comparing that to 2020 has been a shit show of shit shows. Right. Uh, 2014, we were laughing ourselves. This was before Sarah lost her marbles and buried her cell phone in I her did. yard. I read in a book about a character that buried her phone and then she couldn't look at her phone and she pulled herself together. I had a hard time um, last year, so I buried my phone. It turned out okay. It lasted two days. And then I dug it up. It wasn't was, a baggie. Did you put it in a baggie? It wasn't a yeah, baggie. She put it in a baggie and buried it, you guys. And then had two uh, psychiatrists and some meds later. And here you go. Right. I was like, bim, bam, boom. Get it. Way to go healthy. Together. <laughs> healthy. And of course, we had been texting her and getting nothing. It was radio silence. And then the right. next day at work, she said, well, I buried my phone. <laughs> right. Sometimes all things come uh, at it to a head yeah. and you don't know what to do. And when you're reading a book. <laughs> that like, one sure That one didn't work did. out. No. I have a so, feeling you'll be doing that next year due to our job. Okay. So you're next. Um, Just put it in a baggie. Other things that happened in 2014 were uh, that the famous Oscar selfie with Ellen DeGeneres and Bradley All Cooper, those people. Everybody. Jennifer Lawrence. That's when Brad and Angie Brad, were together. Uh-huh, Brad and Angelina. Um, that was before Bradley Cooper did um a star is born right. too it was he was there was for a, the American yeah no he was no. uh, maybe but he also was <gasps> oh, for the, the where he was a sniper yeah. yeah and they had the fake baby like literally a doll he would he had to like have a scene to... where he was carrying his newborn baby and it was literally a cabbage a patch <laughs> where it took you out of the movie so hardcore that you were oh why is he carrying a cabbage patch like they couldn't get a baby well they purposely used a fake one so that they just the baby wouldn't cry or or mess up the scene, but it was clearly a cabbage yeah. patch. No, oh, terrible. No, with the yarn hair. Yeah, <laughs> and the dumb diaper. And then, yeah, and it said Xavier yeah. on its butt. Right, with a little tattoo. Yeah. Um, so that happened, and also my favorite. 2014 happening was when Solange went after Jay Z in the elevator, and right Beyonce with her dirty shoes and his white suit. Like, I'm gonna watch. She let this it happen because his yep. ween was wandering mm. everywhere, mm. and she tore him up. That's a good sister. Mm-hmm. Cassie is. would do Cassie that would for do sure. That? Oh, she would beat yes. up anybody mm-hmm. for any reason, anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. She's just waiting. 
She's waiting, waiting to beat up anybody for any reason. Yeah, she loves it. Yep. And then my very favorite, the angel of the earth, the goddess given to us by the Lord, no. Kim Kardashian <laughs> married her true knight. No, the sanest man alive. Yeah. Oh, just God, always together, mm-hmm. always just really saying really smart things. Mm-hmm. Kanye, mm-hmm. they joined in matrimony. Just true love, true love. Yes. And we read who sang at the wedding, and it was Andrea Bocelli and Lana Del Rey. Yeah, they are just really a couple. An odd couple. A couple that you really want to go to a concert together, those two. <laughs> really uplifting, <laughs> dance-worthy. I'm sure people were dancing yeah. their butts off Lana to that. Lana was singing yep. harmony yeah. to Andrea. Isn't he the one who's melody? blind? Yeah. Yeah. He did one with Celine Dion. That was Well, better. yeah, but they're yeah. a little bit more right. suited she's, yeah. for Yeah. She has yeah. a wailing voice, yes. too, you know? This was all pre-Weinstein and pre-Me mm-hmm. um, Too. So, sorry, women. You still didn't really still cut it. still being held nope. down by the glass ceiling. Bruno Mars did a pretty good... Mm-hmm. Oh, that was one of my favorite Yeah, really good mm-hmm. uh, Super Bowl. You were seeing on your Facebook everywhere the ALS bucket challenge, ice bucket mm-hmm. challenge. Yes. I don't ever do the challenges because I don't like my mug to be. I people know. don't want to see my ugly face on their social media. I know. They we just say it pass. In my family. Yeah. Because, of course, my husband was looking for any reason to be shirtless right. on social media. Absolutely. So. He should be. He was all He's in. the one that should be shirtless. He should be. But we don't get enough of his kind. Oh. We get more of my kind. Well, I do. <laughs> Uh, you get plenty. I get plenty, <laughs> get plenty of it. And really, all of our neighbors do, too. So just right. yeah. yeah, take a walk in our neighborhood, and it's likely right. there will be just a shirtless, shirtless, shirtless It's sh- worth sighting. it. Yep. We are covering a brand new show. Did I say that? We had a redo yeah. because we had some dog issues. Oh, a my God. brand new show, Till Death Do yes. Us Part. And it is good. And this episode was season one, episode four, called Love Sick. Love Sick sick so this show is a great mix again of reenactment with real people real Mm -hmm. pictures real crime scene photos it's it's a good find on the id network a good find this one takes place down in southern missouri yes and we get some ozark ozark characters yeah yeah so just picture some ozark folk and you're correct and not jason bateman no not those or lara Nope. nope No, 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 no. We are in the town of Winona most of the time, Springfield Mm -hmm. some of the time. Mm -hmm. We start looking back at our characters here. So Jason McClurg is (laughs) the husband in our story. We get some pretty nerdy 80s photos Mm -hmm. of him, you know, kind of childhood. We see his sister, his real sister, Beth is commenting and she i think she has some common sense but she's rough around the edges she's rough she's real rough around the edges real rough we get mom judy who again real rough around the edges judy's quote i actually wrote it down when he done wrong he did get in trouble and yes he did wrong and he (laughs) did get in trouble so thank you judy (laughs) for raising a real gem we appreciate you. <laughs> well done, Judes. 
At the same time, we see Stephanie Frazier, our wife in the story. She grew up about 100 miles away in literally the Ozarks, Mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah. We hear from her sister, Samantha. So she's Stephanie. We see Samantha. We get some of their 80s childhood pictures. And they're really cute. They're They're farm girls. They're like sisters. They look really cute. It reminded me of our weird childhood They both really do talk about having some pretty good childhoods. Really happy, pretty drama free, even though Stephanie and Samantha had some daddy issues. Their parents got divorced. Mm -hmm. Stephanie, our wife of the story, took it pretty hard and her sister feels that that lack of father figure in her life caused her to be really uh her her picker for men was real off which it was it was was. she just wanted to be loved and her daddy issues really played into that and she made some poor choices but who hasn't right jason yeah we we know about poor choices Jason in 1997, so he's about a teenager here, marries a childhood sweetheart. Her name is Lynetta. Lynetta and Jason, again, are about 18, maybe 19. Jason's mom and sister talk about Lynetta, and they talk about her pretty fondly. Like, they really liked her. She was pretty, you know, a good person, really friendly. She really loved Jason. They seem to have a really good relationship. They really talk about her fondly. So Loretta already had a 12-month-old daughter at this point when she married Jason. Then Lynetta and Jason have two more kids right away. James and Selena were their fake names. Right. They gave them fake. They they try to protect the kids on this show, which is nice. So they're three kids now. They're about 20 years old. Lynetta then right away gets pregnant with the third child. Mm. Then we hear that Jason one day goes out to get cigs, of course. Mm-hmm. He comes back to their trailer. I believe they did live in one. Maybe they yeah, had a house. No, they, they, did. Had a no, they had a trailer. And yeah. he finds Lynetta just dead on the floor. Dead as right. a doornail. Dead on the doornail. Dead as a doornail right on the floor. And she's what, 20 two yep so pretty unnatural and pregnant ready to have that third child he calls 911 we hear from Lynetta's mom Sharon who again is pretty pretty rough around the edges yeah Lynetta was rushed to the hospital she and the baby though are both just long gone dead the cause was said to be pulmonary edema her lungs filled with fluid she was just pretty much dead on arrival. The baby, I believe, was a little girl, was also dead. Mm-hmm. Jason now is raising three kids in his early 20s. His sister, Beth, that we saw before, mm-hmm. says that it was really, really hard for him, which of course it would be. Your wife dies, your baby dies, you're left with three kids, you barely know what you're doing. You're he had 22. To stop working. He... he stopped working, he stayed home, yeah. he was really depressed. Um, they're showing pictures of him at this time, and he is, he just looks off. He, he doesn't look right. He doesn't um, look right. No, no. hair, bald. Right, which is fine, but he he he's not. None of these pictures are flattering. He's wearing West Coast Chopper T-shirt. Yeah, he looks kind of dead, like dead, dead eyes. eyes. I was just yes. gonna say that. Dead eyes. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I think he had these dead eyes for a long time, though. Mm-hmm. Now we get to Stephanie, our wife of the story. Well, right. Jason, transition. Yeah, transition a big from transition. Jason's downer life. Now we're going to Stephanie. Stephanie. Meanwhile, had married a kind of a high school sweetheart named Buddy Driscoll. Good old- that is a name <laughs> for like a fifties sitcom. <laughs> Buddy Driscoll. He lived next door to right, to and they live in Wally Springfield the next to Homer and Marge. <laughs> they end up having two kids as well. Now, what fake named? Yes, Caleb and Abby. Perfect names. I liked all the fake yeah, names. The fake names did. were good. Uh-huh. I have a feeling the real names were not as good as the fake names. No, no. That marriage goes sour pretty quick. The reason is Stephanie is a full-time nurse. She's working her ass off. Mm -hmm. And they're still having all these financial issues. She is working all the time to pay the bills. There's a lot of fighting over money. She tells her sister that she really is just not happy. And she really wants to leave. So about 2011, she leaves Buddy. And she just takes her kids and is a single mom living in Springfield, still working as a nurse. Through her work, through one of her friends, which is pretty good. And it's not like she just kind of randomly met him, although it's still terrible. But she had a friend who vouched for him. Stephanie meets Jason and they seem to really hit it off. She introduces him to her family, but they said she warned them first when they saw pictures of him. As you said, the pictures of him are jarring. She said, he, when you first see his picture, he looks a little rough. Quote. <laughs> yes, that's what she told them. If that's what you have to tell your family, unquote. you maybe need to just take a step back. No, and the picture that they showed of him then was like, nightmarishly was- awful. He was like making, he looked like he was, was drunk, like a, a making a face or something. Picture with a pit ball. Yeah. Tattoos, tattoos all over, no shirt on. No. There was um, another one too where he was like making a face where he looks like insane. Yeah. No. Yeah. Something, sorry about the dog. Sorry. Yeah. She'll, she'll take a nap pretty soon. Please. Jason's sister again, Beth, comes on, said she really likes Stephanie. Stephanie really liked Jason. So together, these two bastards had five kids. It's too much. Yes. Too many kids. All their blended kids is five kids. They get a house in Winona. So Stephanie moves. It's two hours away from where Mm -hmm. she works in Springfield, which what in the hell is going on? They get a trailer. Yes. With all five kids. But everything seems to be going well. They go fishing. They go on outdoor adventures. Everybody seems to get along. Everyone seems to like each other. And then in 2012, just to make it, you know, more relaxed, <sighs> they have another kid. So Stephanie gets pregnant. They have a little boy. This is six Fake name kids. Michael. And they showed that baby. That baby was super cute. Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, at this point, even her mom had said that she had kind of been able to overlook Jason's rough around the edges look like that his children were very mild mannered and well spoken. Right. Like, he seemed to be a really um, good dad. He treated her really had well. Great manners yeah. were yeah, well behaved. So they're thinking, okay, she's happy. She wanted a family. She mm-hmm. wanted a big family. She seems to be having that. She seems to be happy. Meanwhile, I'm I'm not understanding why they went to Winona where Jason lived instead of Springfield where she worked. Yeah, she's she driving two, two hours. hours to work every day and two hours back. Mm-mm. And she works the overnight shift. 
So that's four hours in her car to go to work. What in the hell is going on? And then come back and have six kids? In a trailer. No. Just move closer trailer to Springfield. What's going on? (laughs) Move your trailer. And Jason didn't work, so it's not like he had a big job he couldn't leave. Move everyone closer. I don't get what... This is a recipe for disaster. He stayed at home and was a stay-at-home dad. Although the older kids seem to be old like older like yeah. look like teenagers but he stayed at home with the baby she's working overnights then we see jason's mom so jason's mom judy starts talking about stephanie's moods mm-hmm. and she would say one minute she's real nice and then the next minute she's real angry and insulting and then stephanie's sister pretty much says um yeah she had some pretty big mm-hmm. mood swings mm-hmm. she got angry and you were kind of done for she'd tear your ass up and jason and stephanie started having really bad fights they were yelling and screaming in front of all the kids it was just really an uncomfortable situation you're in a small trailer there's nowhere to go you have kids everywhere you're working all the time I'm sure it was just a nightmare and then Beth the sister was saying something like well when I left the house and I was like was she living with them why would too? they have more people they, too they good can't grief be right I hope I misheard that but and, they got yeah. to the point where they um we're fighting a lot. And then her ex-husband, yes, Stephanie's ex-husband, in. Buddy, comes and, in and says he wants custody right, of those adds older kids. All of this court drama to her life. Right. So I'm sure she was stressed. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't be? My God. But of course, she seems to really make great choices. She became pregnant again with mm-hmm. child number seven. Mm-hmm. Seven. I can't even begin. Nope. What happens here is she starts having some pretty terrible seizures during the pregnancy. And kind of out of the blue. She had never really been out of the blue before. Had always been, you know, working her ass off, basically. Right. And the sister yeah. says, I bet it's all the stress. She's having mm-hmm. court issues with her first husband. Her whole entire life is a shit show. Right. Maybe it's just all this stress. She has a massive seizure in 2013 while she's pregnant. I would say, I think she's like six months pregnant or something, maybe five. Yes. She's rushed to the hospital. They have to do an emergency delivery of the baby, super premature. And they pretty much tell her that the baby is not going to live, but lives for about a month. They call her Zoe. Fake name Zoe. And tragically, they all have to go to the hospital, say their goodbyes to Zoe. And now we learn that Jason has lost two children and almost lost two wives so Mm -hmm. some people around them start thinking hmm uh uh-oh what's going on all i was thinking is no more kids no more kids stop it yeah that's what the doctor said they pulled jason aside and said bitch stop (laughs) having kids tell your wife and you to do something this is not have any more kids yeah. Because she will die if she gets pregnant again. This right. is not good. This is not healthy. You've already lost a child. Stop it. And so Stephanie's family tells her too, stop it. God damn it. <laughs> stop having kids. What is wrong with you? And you have six kids. I was screaming it from my oh, couch. This Unbelievable. So she comes back home from all of this. Stephanie's sister and Jason's family are saying she's different well you would be if you're 
want to watch your child die over a yeah, month's right. time. And probably had yeah. horrible postpartum depression. Yeah, I'm sure that was not even factored in at all. Right. But then immediately pregnant again. I cannot. I screamed Me when too. I watched it. I screamed. I said, what the hell is wrong with you? What What are you not getting? And when are you having relations with your husband with 17 million kids? In a trailer. And working overnight. And you're working as a nurse. And he, he is a slob. I'm confused. I don't get it. How is this happening? Her sister is the same. Her sister said, I can't be happy for her. I couldn't go through it again. Yeah. I was pissed at her. So her sister has some common sense. Yeah. These two fuckers then, Jason and Stephanie, decide, well, everything's going so well. Let's get married. Mm-mm. So they show their wedding pictures. Stephanie is in a full-blown, like, Days of Her Lives wedding gown, yes. top to bottom, all-out, balls-to-the-wall yeah. wedding gown. Yeah. They are outside in the Ozarks with at some backyard. Yep. He Just... is in jeans and some weird white dragon yeah, it had printed like a, pattern of shit on the side. dragon yeah. skull on the side. Yes. I don't... I, the guy... And he looks miserable. The guy in the background in their wedding pictures was wearing a Corona t-shirt. Sure. I would have worn um, that. They also had a white cake that was shaped like a pumpkin. Did you well, see this? No, I saw the cake. I that didn't was see. their wedding cake. Was it just a white pumpkin? Yeah. I mean, like, was it actually just a pumpkin? <laughs> That's no. all I could guess. <laughs> and they cut the pumpkin open and just ate the seeds. It- <laughs> Was a cake, and, and then their pictures. Jason weird. looks has a look on his face like "kill his me now." Dead eyes, yeah, yeah. dead face, dead eyes. So she's pregnant during the wedding. Match the skull pretty much, on his yeah. shirt. Yeah, I mean, just a shit show. You, who could have been there happy? No one was happy at that wedding. And no one. Here we go again. So surprise, the she's baby. rushed to the hospital, and she has a baby boy, born premature. But he is healthy, so he pulls it out, but he's in the hospital for two months. Fake name, Daniel. Daniel, little Daniel. Stephanie stays Daniel with their mother in Springfield. On a plane. He wishes. He wished. <laughs> that poor baby was like, get me out of here. He loved the NICU. Um, Jason, meanwhile, as Stephanie is in Springfield with her mother, is checking on Daniel in the NICU every day. Jason is at home with the six other children and he's telling stephanie he just bought their dream home yes so she's just super excited he's telling her stories how he's renovating this dream home they're all gonna live in it together everything's great Uh this is just wonderful we can't wait to show you and she's just so excited everyone's happy everyone's relaxed everyone's bring this baby home to an actual house a real house trailer this is it this is so great my dream are finally coming true right so this is may it's two months later little daniel's ready to go home jason drives to springfield to pick up stephanie and the little baby and bring them back to the dream home Mm -hmm. but they decide first that they're going to just have a family lunch with the mom and sister and everybody at kfc Mm -hmm. so they're getting some gravy and mashed potatoes which can you really yeah. deny that? No, uh-uh. that's pretty that's good. Delicious. Stephanie has a massive seizure at the KFC. Unrelated, I'm sure, to the KFC food. <laughs> <laughs> they all kind of just the stare Colonel at her. Had yeah. nothing to do. With he it. had nothing to do with uh-uh. it. 
They all kind of stare at her, but Stephanie's mom is like, hmm, I think something might be wrong. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't go back today. Maybe, maybe you should rest. So Stephanie decides to stay another day with her mom just to Mm -hmm. rest. And she had a massive seizure in public. Good grief. And they all stay another night. The next morning, they all drive off back home. She's feeling better. So Stephanie, Jason, they take the two-hour drive back to Winona. And that evening, Stephanie's mom hears from Stephanie. Stephanie had called her mom. And this is kind of the the call we hear at the beginning of the show, Mm -hmm. where you really don't know what's going on. You just see a figure calling someone else. Mm -hmm. She's talking about Jason. He took all the kids away for some reason and took them all to his mom's house. And she said it's like stuff seems kind of weird. He seems kind of weird. And she kind of talks like it's just she looks she seems like she's just this isn't working already after one afternoon. Right. She kind of told her mom like I don't think. Right. Something's off. This is going to. Well now like when you go back and see where. When you see what she saw you understand. um, Yeah. All of this. Yep. The mom texted back a few minutes later. There's no response. She texts again a few minutes later. No response from Stephanie. And then Jason ends up calling Stephanie's mom. And then he just says, um, we lost her. She's dead. <laughs> and Stephanie's mom's like, what? Excuse me? Um, excuse I me. He says, she's yeah. dead. Yeah. And she says, I literally just talked to her. What are you talking about? So the mom, I think, is the one that calls 911. No, the mom calls the sister. Yeah, Yeah. Jason's sister. So Jason calls his sister, Beth. And Beth ends up calling 911. Jason, why are you calling everyone except except the police? Right. The EMT. Well, there's a reason here. Idiot. So Beth says she walks into the house and she just sees Stephanie laying on the floor and just turned out and walked right out. She was dead. She could tell she was dead. She said Jason looked very lost, confused. He was angry. He she was also crying. She said he looked angry. Yeah. And then he told Beth, I got to be with her. Yeah. Well, what? Mm-mm. Well, no, not right now. It's a crime scene. Police come. Paramedics come. And what they see is just like a nightmarishly horrible rundown trailer, which we'll describe more later. The cops see Stephanie on the floor of the living room. And at first they think she just passed away naturally. Get real. No. No. But then when they come in, they see a whole bunch of pills all over the floor, a bottle right next to her hand. I mean, please. Mm -mm. And so they think, all right, did she commit suicide? What is going on? The cop goes to talk to Jason but while he's talking to Jason, Wait, someone... can we talk about yeah. the cop for a second? Yes. His name is Alonzo Bradwell. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even write that down. Alonzo, Alonzo Bradwell. It's like Almanzo, yeah. like Manly that you love. We'll call him Manly. But he's Alonzo. And he probably had all the ladies... I think the ladies in town liked Looking him a lot. He was him. cute. Yeah. He was, he was really cute. cute and yeah. he looked like he actually had a brain. He which, did. Yeah. Oh my God. He, he saw that something was off right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he sounded like he knew what to do as far as his job was right. concerned. Right. And he could put a he sentence together. Competent. Right. Yes. Yep. Which, good. That's what we need. Good job, Manly. 
So while Manley's talking to Jason, someone comes up and hands him a phone and says, you need to take this phone call right now. He's like, all right, what the hell? He, t- he takes the phone and it's Stephanie's mom. Candy is Yes, name. Candy. Candy spelling? No, nope. she's not a spelling. No. Nope. <laughs> this is not a spelling money. She's no, <laughs> no. spelling with creepy dolls no. all over the house. No, no. creepy dolls are a, wa- or a wrapping nope. room. A nope. room for wrapping. No. Nope. Stephanie's mom, Candy, tells the cop, like, I literally was talking to her 30 minutes before all this happened. Like, I just was talking to her. This is ridiculous. And the cop thinks Jason, again, looks more angry than grieving. And right. something, his, like, bells of cop bells or something's cop wrong. Bells. Cop bells ring. <laughs> his cop balls shake in his pants. <laughs> and he says, something ain't right. <laughs> And then this is what Jason tells a cop (laughs) as the cop's balls are just shaking in his pants. Jason is a genius and says, "Um, we've been having problems. Time out. Nellie's eating your plant. Oh, dear. Rachel, go get Nellie. My daughter will help it. She's doing. She's eating some weeds. Cops balls are ringing. So the cops balls are ringing. Nellie's eating the plant. And Jason, these are the words he says to a cop. Yes. His wife is dead in their trailer. He says, we've been having problems. Yeah. Don't say that. Sir. Sir, no. Absolutely, sir. No. Absolutely. So the cop goes with the information from Stephanie's mom that she was literally just on the phone with her. He goes and looks for her phone, finds her phone, and sees that, yes, she was literally just on the phone with her mom. She was fine like an hour ago before all this. So she died pretty recently, which is going kind of against what Jason is saying. Right. And Jason starts acting weirder and weirder and weirder, and the cop's balls ding and say, homicide. (laughs) And so he knows that his balls are correct and his balls tell him this is a case of murder. His balls have never and his been balls wrong. balls have never steered him wrong. That's what they said in the show, at least. I interpreted. So the cop, manly cop, next morning sends in specialist detectives. Mm-hmm. So kind of like... That's all I wrote down Yeah, to Missouri FBI. detective? Okay. And they do some interviews... Where the hospital where Stephanie worked, the cops called, and Jason, they found out, had already called the next day asking for her insurance money from work. That What do we say all the time? Oh, yep. Nope. Do not call the five hours later and ask for the insurance Watch money if you've murdered someone. like a goddamn Good hawk, grief. ladies. Yes. Know about your insurance. Know about it all. And you then, should have your insurance agent, like on speed dial and also there should be like a some sort of a legally binding contract that anytime your husband calls and asks about money you there should be an immediately you. yeah you sh- and you text, text your insurance yep. every day how the day yep. went my text. husband was a dick today so <laughs> be on high alert or today he was okay he took out the garbage He's, wait no yeah. my husband yeah he was all right today he took a three-hour dump and right. i didn't have to talk to him right yeah that you need to have a high quality relationship, relationship. with your insurance yes. agent it can't just be this any random off the no this is important ladies important and sirs if you have a Psycho wife. Psycho, yeah. 
Stephanie's mom and sister then drive two hours to Winona to tell the cops that all the weird events that happened in that one day that Jason went to pick up baby Daniel and Stephanie from their house. And the bunch of weird stuff happened. The mom especially has a memory where all of a sudden she's like, oh, my God. Like, holy shit. Like, I know what happened. Yeah. This was super weird because I wouldn't have acted the right way. So when Jason drove to Stephanie's mom's apartment to pick up baby Daniel, he had all probably six kids or maybe four of them who God knows what. He goes with Stephanie and while they're all in the mom's apartment, Jason hands Stephanie a water bottle filled with some sort of Kool-Aid and says, your son makes some Kool-Aid up for you. So you need to drink it and pretend you like it. Yeah. I would have said immediately, gross, absolutely not. I don't care. And throwing away, I'm not drinking some gross slop. This kid made for me. It's probably fingers and poop in there and mud. I'll pretend to drink it like every normal mom and throw it away. Yeah. No, she guzzles that hog in two seconds like a beer and then hands it back. But what Jason did is he took the bottle to the sink and rinsed it out. Mm -hmm. Who does that? And then the mom was smart enough to watch that. And yeah, and then he threw it away and realized that's super weird. So good grief. So Candy... When she heard that her daughter died, she went and found that water bottle, dug it out of the trash, and put it in a plastic bag, which was super right. smart. Her da- And then her other daughter, Samantha, locked it in her glove compartment on her yeah. car, and they went to the, and sent it to the police, yeah. and it went to the lab for testing. So very smart move on their half, because in all that shock and grief, you probably don't think of that were, crap, and yeah, they, they thought of thinking. it. It was so weird. Jason goes in for an interview, and again, his story is all over the place. He's talking about her seizures, and then he's talking about that she was suicidal, and then he talks about that she was a bad mother, and that she, you know, was depression. And it's like, what the hell? Like, what's going on? Pick a story and go with it, Jason. Right, dick. The ME examines her body and autopsy, and she died of heart, some heart problems, they thought. Heart failure, yeah. So what the hell? She was young, super young. Sister Sam, my sister Sam, (laughs) talks to Beth, Jason's sister Beth. The sisters get together. Right. And Sam then finds out that Jason had a mistress. And I'm very confused. Was this mistress again sighted? I... How is he having a mistress? Wrote. These are the words I wrote. Rough Beth told Sam that Jason had a mistress. Good God. How? How? I wrote that too. I wrote gross and why? So Sam makes, drags Beth by the tits to the police station probably and makes Beth tell the cops that she heard about this mistress. And so the cops bring the mistress in and it, is it a mistress? I feel like mistress is dynasty. Like mistress and it's just a sex worker in Jason's case. Maybe. I don't don't know. know. I feel like someone would need some money to be with him I just can't figure out when do you have the time Jason you have 900 kids in a trailer you can't what is he doing and his looks were unfortunate and his personality was unfortunate yes I don't get it and you had a obviously very intelligent kind wife who probably was stressed to the max but good grief I know what he wasn't doing though and it was Cleaning. Cleaning. He wasn't cleaning, as we'll see. He was doing no maintenance of the children or the house or caring, cleaning, or pet maintenance. Correct. Correct. 
So Mistress comes in. We don't learn Mistress's name. She's just Mistress. Mistress comes in and tells the cops, oh, yeah, um, Jason put 50 pills in that Kool-Aid. He's just been trying to kill her. So the cops say, oh, um, okay. Thank you, Mistress. Thanks for that. In- that information is important, you dumb whore. Right. Oh, the Mistress, though, is never charged. <laughs> Because her story's pretty important. They want her to testify, which fine. I'm fine with that. She's right. a witness. She'll testify. That's okay. You know, what are you going to do? She could have called her and she said, She could have prevented this what? and said, don't drink the Kool-Aid your our gross husband is going to say. And husband. Right. It was not made by your kid. Trying to kill you with gross ass purple Kool-Aid, but. Now they get a search warrant for the trailer, the dream Which home. Which is supposed to be the dream home. But it so we ends see up being real pictures of it. It's like a hoarder. If you've seen hoarders where they're literally living in piles of garbage with ca- dead cats and poop, that's it. There's no electricity. So it's Jason and six kids. I had puke it in my mouth. It is filthy. The kitchen is full of rotten food, rotten dishes. It is. The cops even say it's squalor. The H- how can you even in. walk through it? And then there are dead hamsters dead in cages. Hamsters. Disgusting. And then they show the bathroom and you want to die no, because it's did. just poop splatter everywhere. everywhere. It doesn't work. So poop it, And then the poop, they showed a huge poop on the floor. They did. A human poop on the floor. Did you really need to show that ID network? But then all you, I'm thinking is... Stephanie stayed in that house for even more than 15 minutes with a brand new baby. Yeah, I would have said, Hell no. what is going on? It would have taken whatever kids were mine. I don't know. Walk said, in the door gone. and you walk right back. There out. is a poop what on the floor. What is she doing Who staying pooped on the floor? Mom. No. And then saying, I'm not sure if it's no. going to work. No. Honey, no. There this is a isn't gonna work. grown man's no. poop on the floor. No. Walk out. Take your baby and take the other baby and take the other baby and take the other baby and the other baby and the other baby. <laughs> the other baby and leave <laughs> and go to your mom's what is wrong with you oh my god oh. but she was probably she'd been drugged to death too so she was probably sick as shit yeah, i guess i don't and know was like what am i gonna do so jason they're saying never intended her for for her to see this house he right. planned to kill her he wanted her before she even came at her mom's. And, yeah yeah which all right your plan I don't see then what what were you going to do? Just live in squalor in a trailer with 900 kids, seven kids? What in the hell? They search. They find the drink mix for the Kool-Aid and they find a million prescription meds. And I don't know where he was getting all of this. I don't know. So he's arrested immediately. He's charged with first degree murder. Obviously, it's planned ahead of time. He got the I mean, all of all of this. (laughs) Then we find out two months later, he's in jail waiting for trial. They take prisoners out into the yard to watch fireworks. It was what is going season, on, Sarah? The prisoners get to go out in the yard and watch fireworks. Obviously, it's I, America. Yeah. So during where everyone else is looking at the sky watching fireworks, Jason says, "I guess I'm going to take off then," and he just runs away and escapes. What in the hell? Who is watching the prisoners? Um. So while everyone is looking up at the sky, seeing beautiful 4th of July fireworks after they've just raped and murdered their loved ones, <laughs> Jason decides to just take off and I guess open the gate and just walk away because no one's paying attention. Yeah. Out he was there. smart enough to learn no one's looking at me. I'm going to take off. And Manly says it was, you know, tourist season. Right. 
He could take a boat and go down the river. He could take someone's RV and travel away. There's tons of people have tons of food. Mm -hmm. He could take stuff and leave and go disappear. He could take a car. So this dumb bitch does steal a car. And you said and Manly is. Yeah, Manly, his balls were jangling. Clacking and and jangling and ringing. He knew he was thinking in his head, like, what, where would he go? Like, what is it that he needs? And he thought he would go back home. He did. He stole that and car and Manly's went back to Winona. Were right he on. trusts his Spot balls. on, man. He trusts them, and he should. In the cemetery where Lynetta is buried, his first wife, but right next to Lynetta is Stephanie, mm-hmm. his second wife. That's where the stolen car was found. So you are killed by your husband and then you have to spend all eternity next to the poor woman that first married your dick husband and was killed killed by your husband. Yeah. He buried both wives right next to each other. What in the hell? Yep. My God. And then you go and you see, you go visit one of them and you don't get the clue that there's a lot of dead wives here in a row. Right. What's going on? Good grief. So Beth, the sister of Jason, we see her. Rough Beth. Yeah. Yeah, And she says, Jason never got to go to Stephanie's funeral or say goodbye. Well, because he was in jail because he Mm -hmm. murdered her. He's the one who killed her. Yeah. He's not going to go to the funeral because he killed her, Beth. That's how it works, rough Beth. Yeah. We we don't have the murderer usually go to the funeral if they've been discovered. And then he brings the mistress. Does she dress in some sort of Walmart faded glory yeah. jeans or Walmart sweatsuit? An American flag t-shirt. Right. Yep. I, I can't even. So they search. Literally, they show them showing rotten trailer after rotten trailer in the show, searching for where he would be. They said they searched every house and trailer until they found him locked in a camper. Can you imagine? In his underwear. What those police officers have seen. What they had to... They did knock in what they've had to see. Yes. They arrest him again right away. They show it. He's in his underwear. They're handcuffing him behind his back. It's a gruesome scene. It's not attractive. Of course he's in his underwear. Where are your clothes? Yes. A thousand times worse. What are you doing? The tox results come back from poor Stephanie and they find massive overdose of cyclobenzaprine, which is a muscle relaxant. And as we've learned from the... 16 Candles, an Oscar-worthy film that you don't take an overdose of muscle relaxants mm-hmm. on any day, your wedding day, your wedding even day, two extra no day. because you end up a buffoon. Her monthly bill came early. <laughs> oh, isn't that nice? You make a fool of yourself with just two there muscle she relaxants. Dings the, yeah. She's going up the aisle and some ladies were in Yeah, and then did she, she take some flowers it? or throw yeah, them on the ground? Like, oh, yeah, I can't see with yeah. the veil Yeah, it takes her veil off. Yeah, she throws it. So imagine 50 of those. Your body's not going to handle it well. And the bottle that the mom was so smart to save tested positive as well for cyclobenzaprine. And they figure he had given her another dose when she finally got back to this trailer. And this drug also has been known to induce seizures. So there you go. They take his phone and they find searches like how to make murder look like an accident. Hmm. How to make murder look like a suicide. Why are you searching this? 
Why are you not deleting it? I guess they can. We know now. You can find all this deleted files. We know because we've watched so many forensic yes. files. What a moron! What the hell is wrong with you? So the cops start thinking like, oh, I remember when she out of the blue had all these seizures and she was pregnant and then the poor baby that died. And then, oh, my God, he was married to his first wife that mm-hmm. died while she was pregnant. When she was pregnant, yeah. And lo and behold, we learned from Loretta's mother that Loretta had filed for divorce. Lynetta. Lynetta. Did I say Loretta? It's not Loretta Lynn. I was hoping it was Loretta. No, it's Lynetta. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lynetta you've had a hard enough life Lynetta she had filed for divorce she had found out that Jason was having an affair on her how I I don't know who why I don't know what is going on but Jason they figured that Jason had figured that if he killed Lynetta um he would not have to pay for child support because she'd be dead. And then he'd be able to draw social security and be a lazy asshole and not have to do anything. He was never charged for Lynetta's death, even though they knew he could pull off some sort of drug induced death because the bastard was a trained medical tech. Right. Why? That's a good job, isn't it? Why is he not working? Well, a good. Yeah. Any job is a good job compared to what him just sitting there. Good grief. So Beth goes to the trial and says there was lots of lies told in the trial, <laughs> but there's a lot of truth. So she knows that her brother, uh. I think, is guilty of this. She really doesn't want to believe it, but she knows. He thankfully is found guilty. He gets life without parole because he's already escaped once. They really, I mean, what the hell? Then they we see the real Jason in prison, and he is dead-eyed still a hundred pounds heavier a super dumbass and they ask him questions and he's so ungenuine in his answers that it's like Mm. good god why are you even doing this interview like at least pretend to have a conscience yeah pretend to have a soul also they did like a camera foot camera footage where they like circled around his (laughs) his big dumb body and then they came in close and he was like i did not kill i didn't kill her you did you idiot. Which is why you're in prison. Yeah. And now you're in prison forever. You could have gotten a divorce. Sure. You would have had to have seven kids on your zoo day weekend. Right. But good. You grief. asked for that. You did it. Oh, just get into divorce. Pay move on. It. You'll find some other fool woman who probably will take you and the seven kids. I mean, Clearly, no, nobody. Uh, who would do that? He was not having a problem. Well, yeah, he was getting women, women left and right. Who, ladies, come on. Pay for oh, the divorce. Pay for the divorce and make better choices. Thank you. Like I did. <laughs> like I did. I know uh, about good choices. If you want, just call me if you want to hear about One time I made choices. one. Yeah, one time. <laughs> okay, bye. We love you. Bye. Listen next time. Check out our Facebook page and all that for some goodies and visuals of all of this and don't forget our etsy page for yes stickers. if you want some stickers put them on your stuff oh i'm sorry there's a, bugs flying a fly in my place just flew right in my place we love you <laughs> bye, bye.